Hey everyone, I'm David Finns, and on this episode of the Cyber Insurance Imperative, we're going to take a look at what Uncle Sam has been up to in the area of a possible federal response to the private sector's need for cyber insurance. Now, the Federal Insurance Office, or FIO, is a program inside the Department of the Treasury, and they are requesting public comment on whether and to what extent risks to critical infrastructure from catastrophic cyber events warrant government involvement to offset the potential financial impact. Those comments need to be submitted to the FIO by November 14, 2022. This was all prompted by a report from the Government Accountability Office recommending that the FIO and the Department of Homeland Security conduct a joint assessment on this issue. The FIO's publication in the Federal Register begins by acknowledging that, and I quote, through underwriting and pricing, insurers can encourage or even require policyholders to implement strong cybersecurity standards and controls, end quote. This is exactly what I have been saying for years. Far from creating a moral hazard, businesses are being encouraged to upgrade their security in order to qualify for the coverage. Even so, I recognize that there are limits to what the industry can do, and we have seen the federal government provide a backstop in other areas. For instance, after 9-11, the Terrorism Risk Insurance Program was established to help maintain capacity in the face of potential catastrophic losses in the property and casualty market. The National Flood Insurance Program is another example. And the time may be coming for the federal government to consider its role here as well. Exclusions for war and warlike actions have long been a staple in cyber insurance policies, and we recently saw Lloyd's take steps to limit coverage in the London markets for large-scale state-sponsored cyber attacks, a topic I covered in a previous episode. Closer to home, a few U.S. insurers have begun inserting widespread event exclusions on their policies, cognizant of the fact that attacks on key managed service providers could effectively take down whole sectors of the economy. So, while there may be a place for a federal backstop to cyber insurance, the question is, on what terms? Once taxpayer dollars are involved, the temptation will be great for the federal government to begin dictating the security controls that should be required to obtain insurance. These criteria are best determined by the underwriters. They see the losses as they come in and are in the best position to determine what controls are most impactful on a company's risk profile. Cyber is an evolving threat, and with their capital on the line, we can count on the underwriters to be the most nimble in this area. Perhaps an advisory board comprised of industry professionals could help inform government officials around these questions. And participation in the program should be voluntary on the part of insurers. There is always going to be a segment of the industry that is willing to underwrite non-conforming risks. And in a free market, they should be able to do so without a government backstop at pricing and terms that the market will bear. But for larger accounts, a federal backstop could be the key to maintaining capacity. But you don't have to wait for the government to issue some sort of guidance around securing your business. Here at Alliant, we have developed a handy checklist that helps you prioritize the controls that can best protect your organization against ransomware and other cyber threats. For a copy, you can DM me on LinkedIn or email me at david.fins at It's just one more way that Alliant helps you find 
the more rewarding way to manage risk. Thanks for listening.